Paul's letter to the Ephesians 2 4-10. Brethren, God who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up with Him, and made us sit with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the coming ages He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not because of works, lest any man should boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. Paul, the master of connected clauses, begins this passage with a string of thoughts all built together into a tapestry that needs to be fleshed out. His opening statement, God, who is rich in mercy, is proven true by what Paul states at the end of the sentence. God is rich in mercy because of what He has done for mankind through the work of Jesus Christ. The work that Jesus Christ accomplished took place completely independent of any input from men. As Paul says, God made us alive, even when we were dead through our trespasses. This historical reference should bring our thoughts back to the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve's original sin. Prior to their sin, they were in a perfect relationship with God, and, as the Church has always believed, were covered in the glory of God. When they disobeyed the one rule that God had given them, they lost that glory covering and immediately recognized that they were naked. This is the death that God warned them of in the giving of the one prohibition. This prohibition was not about God withholding something good from mankind but about mankind not being mature enough yet and grasping after what he could not handle, like withholding the car keys from a three-year-old. Mankind died when he tried to take upon himself that which he was incapable of being. Since that initial fall into death, mankind has been incapable of restoring his relationship with God. Sin has blinded him, corrupted him, and sterilized him, making him a slave to death. Because Jesus Christ was not born from the line of Adam, only he is in a position to defeat death, as death and sin have no control over him. The work then is only for God to carry out. For man to be restored to life and freedom, God needed to act and did so in Jesus Christ. This is a matter of God becoming man, God defeating the power of death, God bringing fallen man back into a right relationship with himself, and God placing us back into our originally created role. God created man, not because he needed to, but because He wanted freely acting and thinking creatures to love and to be loved in return by. Now that Jesus Christ has accomplished His work, it is now our responsibility to form our hearts, minds, words, and actions to be directed by love. But as Paul goes on to say, the work that God did through Jesus Christ was not a singular action with no further expectations. With Jesus' ascension and the giving of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, mankind can expect the continuing growth of holiness, on an individual basis and in a universal sense as well. Hearkening back to the original command that God gave to Adam, that of taking dominion, that command still continues to be our responsibility. The taking of dominion is about taking that which is wild and chaotic and bringing into a beautiful, harmonious relationship with its Creator. When God first created man, He didn't merely dump him into a wasteland to figure it out. God gave man an already beautiful and established garden to tend and keep with further orders to expand that beauty and take dominion within the remainder of unruly creation. This is where wisdom and maturity come into play. Adam and Eve had the model of a beautiful, organized garden to learn from and tend. With that model in mind, they were to go into a world outside of the garden and replicate what God had given them. The beauty and organization that we see in the church is to be replicated in the world around us. Learning to love God and to love others is the task before us. Paul then continues the same message but from a slightly different angle. The work that God did through Jesus Christ is given to us as a gift. It is not something we earn, it is not something that comes to us because of our good works. It is wholly a gift. 
the faith we exercise, and display is something that is given to us. Our salvation is not earned, as Paul says, so that no man can boast. Like the 16-year-old who is given a car on his birthday, we have been given life and a beautiful church to learn from, grow in, and expand into the world around us. The child cannot boast that he has earned the car. He has the car because his parents love him and provide for him. It is now his responsibility to take care of the car and use it for its intended purpose. We have been given life and salvation and it is our responsibility to use them for their intended purpose. We do not take the label of Christian upon ourselves so that we can be rich and comfortable. We need to understand our relationship with God for what it is and it is our responsibility to grow and be mature. Being part of the body of Christ is hard work and requires responsibility. Far too often, we fall into laziness and comfort and take for granted the gifts that God has given us. Sin is an enemy that we need to acknowledge, understand, and resist. Unfortunately, the world around us and even our own beings, are inclined to the easy path of sin. This is the hard work that is before us. Not choosing comfort but choosing the fight against sin and the pursuit of holiness. As Paul says in his closing comment, created in Christ Jesus for good works, we need to understand that we have a purpose, and that purpose is not the mere taking on of a label. We have been restored and saved so as to do good works. Not as a means of saving ourselves but for the purpose of responding in love and thankfulness, loving others and bringing all of creation back into a right relationship with its Creator.